Hey guys, Lance Zerline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. It's morning time. Time for John and Lance to open their daily present of a brand new open. I've never had the motivation to get someone pregnant. Those interns out there better watch it with Dell. Oh, what is he doing to me? That's right, Dell. Here's another reason Dell's going to have dementia. 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 You should hear Johnny's trying to get fired. Here's another reason Dell's going to have dementia. 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 What is he doing to me? Doing to me. I'm convinced he knows he's leaving at the end of this month. I'm the most positive person you know. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. Frank got you that time. Yeah, Frank got you that time. How's that taste? He got you for what you said. I didn't say nothing. I'm just saying. That's all I'm saying. Right? Welcome in, everybody. John and Lance, along with Dell, here with you for the next three hours on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. And how about our Astros? Huh? What was one of the goals this offseason? Pick up an Italian catcher. That was never one of the yeah. goals. Yeah, pick up an Italian catcher. I didn't catcher. know Italian catcher still existed after Piazza's gone. Victor Caratini. Now, he came by via Puerto Rico, but yeah. he still got that Italian name. Okay. Yeah. Victor Caratini. How you liking us now, huh? Well, you like that, but yeah. it's the Astros. You're going to more likely have a Puerto Rican player than an Italian. Well, I mean, but he's got to be Italian, right? His name's Caratini. He's coming from, sure, he's coming from P- Puerto Rico. This is Rico. the big stuff getting done. Yep. Yep. Well, you know, it's not, they're not doing anything, by the way. They're not spending any money. They've already said, not. and Dana Brown came out yesterday and said, we, <laughs> did you see the Jake Myers comment? Yeah. Oh, the internet, twi- Astros Twitter was extraordinarily disappointing this yesterday. Is, this is all about. You know, I'm sure they're going to try to get some some bullpen help, and they're going to have to spend some money on bullpen. But this is about we ain't doing nothing this off season. We're already at the competitive tax level. We ain't doing nothing. Just so everybody knows, okay? Now Caratini got six a year. Mm-hmm. This dude is <clears throat> okay. He's uh, a 700 OPS guy. He doesn't have any pop. He basically. His swing, his uh, swing and contact, his contact rate is eighty percent, which is really good. Which That's is what they great. love. Yeah. They love that. <clears throat> but it's six, not like the ball's going anywhere. Six millions does feel like bagwellitics. How old is he? Is he thirty five? He's making. How he's, old is he? He before? is no. He's a young. He's actually he's he's actually young. This doesn't feel like bagwellitics then. No. Is it a nine year deal? It is not. It's a two year deal. What? Twelve million bucks. Does he? What do you mean? I'm trying to figure out how this could be Bagwellitics. This can't be. Well, it really it really can't be. He's actually a good framer of the baseball. Doesn't have a, a great arm. But the Astros do have... He's a solid backup. All right? 20%. He struck out in fewer than 20% of his plate appearances. And uh, 80% of contact. 80% of contact on his swings. Okay, what's better right now? <clears throat> backup quarterback, backup catcher. I think it's still backup quarterback. What's but better? you can get hurt, though. But it's a longer season in baseball. What's better to be a backup quarterback or a backup catcher? A uh, backup quarterback. 
Yeah, it's still yeah. more money, shorter season. Except you see right now, like Tim Boyle looking for a job. You go when you actually have no, a- no, no, a real backup. Tim Boyle was third string or fourth string. Like Zach Wilson was a backup quarterback. Well, when you actually have to go in there and play, then you're going to get cut. And well, yeah, in, in football and in baseball, you get guaranteed. It's catcher. You get guaranteed money. Tim Boyle ain't collecting no checks anymore. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, Caratini. He sucks. That's okay. I got my 12. Yeah, it was a trick question. It's catcher. It's catcher. Um, here's some of the comments. I'm about to read what Dana Brown said. I wanted to read some of the comments on Twitter I received. Uh, Lance Erline, have you checked on your dad? Is he okay? <laughs> yeah. Sad news for Lance Erline's dad. I got... Uh, for those of you who don't know, Lance's dad, not a big Jake Myers fan. No. Lance, prepare your dad. Lance, don't tell your dad. <laughs> Here's what Brian McTaggart oh, said. Lance, I want to meet your dad. And my dad is not crazy that I told America because we have streaming and people listen to us. Yes. Steve Accord, our old uh, sales rep from 610 Days, he listens to us every day. Who? He lives in a different state. Remember Steve Accord? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he listens. He reached out I, yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah. I, yeah, I just heard from somebody. Actually, I played golf with somebody in, in Austin who listens all the time. Yeah. 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 So anyway, uh, <clears throat> so yeah, America heard. Yeah. That that my dad doesn't like Jake Myers and that he thinks Jake looks funny when he's looking around after he makes catch in center field and he wants to celebrate with other players and they're not around him. <laughs> when his helmet, he doesn't look like he has a helmet just... that fits. Anyway, Brian McTaggart says, Astros GM Dana Brown said the team is committed to Jake Myers. So much so that he'll get a bulk of the time in center field to start the season. Well. Isn't that something special? They love his elite defense and want to see where his offense well, is. Just Chaz McCormick will play a lot of every life. day, splitting time between left and center. Yeah. So what I just heard is basically um, this is going to be Jake Myers most of the time along with Chaz most of the time. Yeah, we got, well. So you thought you were going to get a center fielder? You thought well, you were no, going to no, get no. an You're outfielder? see Jake maybe half the time, and, and Chaz moves over to left. He said a bulk of the time. A bulk. Well, no. After Jake after Jake proves that he can't hit, then it's going to be, okay, Dubon's got to play every day, and now we'll put Dubon in center and is keep Chaz in left. Is there any chance left. that this is one of the things that they didn't like about Dusty, that Dusty wasn't playing Jake more? No. That can't be it. It can't be. It can't be it. Sounds like Dubon there's is no, out. There's no world where a real baseball guy like Dana Brown goes, man, we got to get more Jake Myers. Okay, well, where's the baseball well, world where, where Mauricio Dubon, who was who was really fantastic last year in his role and way better than Jake Myers, where's he playing? He's going to you know, he's gonna be out there. You know that. He How? Dusty's not there. Well, um, well, let's not forget. They're going out of their way to mention Jake Myers. I know. That'll only last for so long. Here's the deal. They're just not spending any money. And you know what? we got to make do with what we got. So Jake Myers, yay. Everybody. I'm hey. telling you, I know you don't think this is going to happen, or maybe you do, but but Jim Crane's going to really fall into some. The fans are going to start to put him in the crosshairs. So he was at the Texans game the other day. Mm-hmm. So it went, it was so funny how they were seated. It went Cal, Hannah, Jim Crane's wife, who I forget her first name, Mrs. Crane, and Jim Crane. Mm-hmm. Normally, when owners get together and they sit at a football Where game. Is, ja- is Jack still up there or no? Jack Easterby? Yeah. No, he wasn't there this game. I don't know. Yeah, he's usually, in the back somewhere was, hiding? He was, hey, usually, he's, he was massaging Cal. Yeah. He was right behind Cal. He's out there his shoulders. stabbing somebody in the back. Yeah. So, um, anyway, I thought that the seating was interesting. If it was Jerry Jones, you think Jim Crane might have been sitting next to him? Yeah. 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 
So I thought this, that scene was a bit interesting. Keep me away from him? <laughs> no. Is what you think Jim no, said? I just, you sit here. Let's put the wives together. You think, you, know, you, you think Hannah invited Mrs. Crane, like sent the invitation, and Jim's like, God dang it. All right. I'm not sitting next to Cal. <laughs> oh, I don't think, think that was it. I just think all right. We got oh, it. wait a minute, we, John. You think they've been pushing this off for multiple games, and and finally they had to go, and Jim was like, "Okay, I'm all right." Going. I'm sitting over but here. I'm Hold on, what Dell's saying? This feels like things that actually happen in married guys' lives, where we decide, okay, I'm not, or a woman like, don't put me any. I don't want to be anywhere near her. <laughs> no, no, I don't think that's it. I think it was. Uh, maybe Jim Crane said, you know, I'd like to sit next to Hannah because I want to really, you know, have a conversation. But that'll look odd if yeah. I, if my, if I, if my I'm wife always, is on the, I'm yeah, always yeah, talking to Hannah about right, the right, team. Right, about the team, about what's going on with the team. Now, I just think that that's happened. Use All gas, I thought was it was use a bit, gas or charcoal. It was a bit odd. <laughs> I thought it was a bit odd that are two you, owners are were sitting. Are you excited sitting. about the, the GTA trailer coming out? What? Uh, Jim Crane's like, what's that, Cal? Oh, Grand Theft Auto. Cal, I don't yeah. play Grand Theft Auto. Which, yeah. I heard there was a leak. Have you seen? Hey, did you see all that booty twerking on top of the car? They've really, they've really got the Miami feel. Cal, I don't play video games. What shows are you streaming now? Yeah. Uh, do you see the new grills? At, oh. at, hey, at, hey, grill shop. Do you know about the Godzilla verse where they've got two movies out? Uh, they've got that show on Apple. Stop already. That's enough. That's it. No more Cal stuff. It's so real what Dell's saying. Oh, These terrible. are all things that are happening right now. So, and, but here That's why Cal's up on it. Here was the deal, though. You know, when CJ came out of the tunnel, it was the place exploded, right? Well, when they when Jim Crane was announced, here's Astros owner Jim Crane is here. Oh, so they announced it was the- in the middle of the game, and it was different than when CJ was announced. Obviously, everybody was pumped up for that and everything else. But there was a nice smattering of applause the guy who's the owner of the baseball of team the baseball it's been so successful yes yeah he's lost his shine and i think that what's what's going to happen is people don't want to hear about the argument that do you want do you know about the luxury tax they're right up against no one wants to hear luxury no, tax well, when their players leave every year right. and the, and all the talk is already that he won't sign any oh, of them when they leave every year and we go to the alcs every year in the world series three times four times it yeah. doesn't matter that won't it won't matter in one year. People don't care. You yeah. know how it is. Uh, well, remember when? That's remember when we were, uh, we were one win away. Ed Ogeron was Cajun and had the greatest year in college football history, and immediately they wanted him out. Well, what have you done for me lately? As soon as you have one bad year, Jim ch- Crane is going to be changed a little bit. He took advantage of a big. He didn't advantage. change. He tried to he take advantage change. of of of, of <laughs> Booster's wife. Hold on. Well, he didn't okay. know he was what. No, when he was talking to her at a gas station, well, whatever. He didn't change. Just, no, 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 no. He's been at Ogeron. Well, no, That's been actually, baby Ogeron. actually, before the national championship game, he was married. He was married for a long time. Oh, well, that's true. Yes. But my brother was at Nickel State with Bebe Ogeron. And let me just tell you something. Oh, he was playing. Ed Ogeron's got this baked into the DNA. <laughs> and, yeah, he liked to play. There's no question. But uh, listen, the Astros are still really, really good. What? Okay. And, and oh, by the way, hit the luxury, and we're right at the luxury tax. And oh, by the way, they're going to be really, really they good don't want, again people this year. Don't want to hear. And you got oh, you Justin Verlander, Robber, and Javier. I've got and a jersey of this guy. Altuve, are you going to let another guy that I've got Tucker. a jersey walk? Or are you going to tell me about luxury tax? I'm, people don't want to hear about I'm luxury tax. I'm telling you that this team is going to be really, really good again. You raise the rate. You raise the prices on tickets every year. They don't want to hear about. I'm just telling you the way it is. Yeah. You raise the pr- prices on season tickets. Uh, it's more expensive to go to games. And then you let guys whose jersey you have walk, and then you talk about luxury tax. They don't want to hear that. No, I I get it. I get. Well, they're not talking about luxury tax. We are. 
They're not talking about luxury tax. Well, because tax. that's the that's the reason they can't spend is they're right up against luxury tax. Well, and only you know what? He's done all of this and only one time, only one time has he gone over the luxury tax. And yet year in and year out and year in and year out, they're one of the best teams. They're, it's been a dynasty, okay, for the last seven years. Part of it's because they suck so bad that they they drafted high and they hit with their picks. Yep. And but no, a big part of it is a pit, they pit, they hit big with their and picks. they develop and they got a good eye. Spring they signed really Sprague, really good man. guys, yeah. And they developed them well. It's all this is a Jeff Luno deal, okay? Springer, Springer, Bregman, Tucker, yeah, uh, Carlos, like uh, Lance McCullers, but he's been hurt a lot. I mean, that's uh, the pitching staff. That's been great development, but so a lot of those guys were high picks because they suck so bad. And guess what? You don't suck that bad anymore. No. No, you don't no, have no, those no. picks. Well, they're still good, though, okay? Let's, let's, I know, but it's going mean, to go bye-bye. Yeah, well, it's, of course it's going to go bye-bye. Everybody goes bye-bye. This is seven years. And you already heard smattering of applause. Well, I heard there was some applause. There was applause. It wasn't as, as the Broncos, much as I thought it would have been. Did all the Broncos fans applaud for him? No, no that's, that was the problem. There weren't too many, that many, there too weren't many, many Houstonians. Fans? There weren't too many Houstonians in <laughs> the crowd. Too many Rockies fans there. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, no, no. no it's... Uh, I would think Jim Crane would get a, a lot more, but I just people are fickle now. It's what have you done for me lately? You didn't go to the World Series last year. Okay. <laughs> it's crazy. And by the way, they would have kicked. Their I mean, ass. he's been the best owner of the uh, the the Houston franchise. Somebody who grew up here. I can't. I, Les Alexander did a good job. Let things happen. He didn't. He he didn't. You know, he gave he gave whoever the GM was at the time uh, the green light to do whatever they needed to do on a regular basis. He paid money on a regular basis, like. Les Alexander had a great impact on winning. When he took over, he made some bad, like what bad PR stuff with Calvin Murphy and all that. But they won a championship a the year he took yeah, over. Okay, so are you comparing what what he did to what? To, yeah, I am. The guy what, won two titles. Yeah, how yeah. I many have the Astros won with Jim Crane? They won. Tw- they won the same amount. Yeah, but they the Astros have been much more relevant than the Rockets. Well, the Rockets over a longer, but the Rockets over a long period of time. Les Alexander owned them a lot longer, and they were relevant. For many of those years that they were owned by Les, Jim Crane hasn't owned them for as long as Les owned the Rockets. Uh, no, Les was a good owner. Les, Les was a good owner. Yeah, he didn't the, stop. He didn't stop yeah, things from and happening. He ain't Jim Crane. And he ain't Jim Crane. Well, what has Jim Crane done? What? Uh, no, what? Gonna, no, 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 no. I'm going to ask you. What is? T- what? Tell me when we come back. I'll let you okay. think about. It. Sell me on all the stuff Jim Crane's done. Don't tell me what Jeff Luno did. You want to say hire Jeff Luno? That's fine, but. What has Jim, what are the decisions he's made that Les Alexander didn't he made, make? Oh, by the way, uh, owners make all the decisions, by the way. Okay, just, Les Alexander yep. made every, just because okay, some well, of them didn't work. Back, he okayed everything. Okay, when we come back. A time to, well, right now we got to talk about McGrath Pest Control. My man, I saw I saw uh, Scott McGrath, or McGrath Pest Control, and uh, over at Nick's place. He came by, and he, he said hi, and he was he was hanging out with Nick for his, that's the kind of guy he is. Nick was a customer of Scott McGrath. Nick owes a lot to Scott McGrath because Scott McGrath came in there and took care of a real problem that Nick had. And a lot of businesses in an older building, this is something that you're going to have. You're going to blame, how can you blame that on Nick? You can't. But Scott, he was like, no, 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 Scott McGrath, take care of this because he had used a countless other pest control companies that couldn't get the job done. Scott McGrath said, oh, don't worry, we'll get this job done. And Scott McGrath got that job done. And Scott McGrath gets it done. As a matter of fact, I got a call from Rita yesterday, and I got to call her back and because I got to schedule my uh, quarterly uh, uh, spray. So here's the deal is if you're looking for somebody that's going to be conscientious, they will call you and set it up so that, because you're not going to remember. I don't remember. So they call me, and they say, hey, time for your quarterly. Let's go. And I get, and they come on over, and Hawaii, it's usually Hawaii, and he sprays, and there's no bugs. And that's what you want. This is what you're looking for. And 
And if you're looking for somebody, if you've got a real problem, you're looking for somebody that's going to be persnickety about it. That that is Scott McGrath. He's going to make sure that he gets that job done. All you need to do is go to McGrathPestControl.com, 281-469-8240, or McGrathPestControl.com. ESPN 97.5 on YouTube. Dog Show. God loves a terrier. You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. John and Lance, along with Dell, here with you. Um, anyway, I don't, I don't want to defend Jim Crane. Okay, he's done, done unbelievable. He's been an unbelievable owner to me. It's, you got your opinion. If you think Les was a better owner, you got that. I, I think Jim well, Crane's been Les the, be the greatest owner that's ever been in this. I think city. Les should be talked about. I just think. Giving Jim Crane all the credit for the Astros winning while not doing it for less is just that I didn't silly. Do, no one's well. They both oh have two. God. When but they both have two titles. When did anyone say that? But you said, look how much Jim Crane has done. And what for does that have city. to do with less? I didn't even bring up less. You just brought up less out of nowhere. I'm not, I'm not comparing it. You're the one that did I that. I brought up less because I said I think Jim Crane's the best owner the Houston's had. Yes, I Well, do. I said less is right there with them, and yeah. then you started. Debating well, whether Les Jim was. Jim Crane is the best owner, in my opinion. Per- well, period. I think it's and both. Les, has been a, Les, Les was a really good Les owner. Because Les well. never said no to anything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jeff Van Gundy will tell you that. Les expected results. So yeah. does Jim Crane. And Les was, I would say, Les was very. I would say Les was also very. Um, uh, he was also very loyal to. I mean, he gave. He, he didn't. He wasn't as cold behind the scenes, I don't think. Yeah. Ask Tad. Ask Tad how, how cold he was. Tad uh, stayed there the whole time. Yeah, except and when it ended, the, the, you, when you, it, don't, you don't know that story. Okay, wait, that's I don't fine. know the story. Ted yeah. was there. Okay, how about Reed Ryan? Yeah, yeah, no, that happened as well. Yeah, those both happened. I would say yeah. Tad was still there when Les left. Yeah, well, that's never okay. lost his job. Yeah, well, that well, he no, he did. And scouts lose his inside job. the organization didn't lose their job. <laughs> BJ and those guys were there forever. No, let's face it. You know, Jim Crane is a tough businessman. There's no question about that. Yeah. And the way that he does some stuff, absolutely. But as far as putting putting together a team to put a, on the field, I think he's done a great job with that. I just think that, I just think that that narrative is going to flip on him if he doesn't start, if he doesn't start hanging on to a higher percentage of some of his core players. Now, I can say that and very openly say. I also don't want him to do super terrible deals. Yeah. I also think that he gives you a better chance. Well, at some point, it's going to get just where you almost have to do certain deals that are like either that or you're going to have to start trading some players so you can recoup some. of. You can't have it both ways where you play every contract out and then you think you just bring somebody up from the minors. You have to recoup because you're not picking as high or you have to have an unbelievable hit rate in the minor. And with right. your drafting. Well, the way that they do it and the way that they've been doing it is, listen, you got your prime years out of, what, seven years out of Alex Bregman. This is going to be eight now out of Alex Bregman. You got his prime years. Do you want Alex Bregman to get a 10-year deal that, 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 that he's an 18-year Astro? Hells no. You don't want him for you, – you're not going to get 18 years out of Alex Bregman. You're just not. I'll take By the 12. way, Jose Altuve, he held on to. Uh, he gave the, the, the early contract – to uh, Jordan, it, which is about as smart as it could possibly well, be. Well, it benefits the team. Now, Christian Javier obviously didn't come through, but he did the same thing with him. He, got, he signed up for a five-year deal. Um, he, he's, he brought in Justin Verlander a couple of times now. I mean, there's been a lot of, a a lot lot of, of things positive I like. things. Yeah. A lot of things I like, and I think that 
that those are all good, will you still like? Is Jordan going to end his career as an Astro? Uh, hopefully, we don't know how how how's Jordan going to hit after five more years. We'll see. We'll Proud see if Jordan's one the same of the guy. great hitters of all time right now. We'll, uh, yeah, on that pace, but yeah. I mean, unless he just completely falls off for his injury, but. I don't love any long. I don't love any long, long, long term deals in any sport. It's stupid. Yeah. But I mean, when that's, I don't love the way NIL has changed college football. But when that's the playing field, that's the playing field. Absolutely. Um, let's move on. the the uh, The Rockets had some news as well yesterday. Amon Thompson and uh, Cam Whitmore sent to uh, Real Valley Grand Real Valley Grand. What is it? Grand Valley Real 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 Grand. RGV is it? Is it GRV? <laughs> Real Grand Valley. They're Vipers. Is all you need yes, to know. the Real Grand Valley Vipers. They're both Vipers now. Amen won't be there long. It doesn't look like, but it looks like it's a rehab. It's yeah. Well, he, yeah, he's got. He got. He wants him to play a couple of games before he comes back and gets back into the. He's rotation. In, basically he's in Sugarland, but with spicier food. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And he'll probably play a couple, three games there. He said he's going to be in Oklahoma City and a couple other places, uh, a couple, three games, and then and then get back here. Is that's the question? Is whether or not Ahmed Thompson is going to be a real part of this? It, it's part of the rotation, and is going to be a big contributor as a rookie. It doesn't look like that's the plan for Cam Whitmore. Cam Whitmore is basically he's got four points. He's averaging four points a game in like three minutes a game or whatever it is. And for the team, for the team, there's just no place for him. Right there's now. really, there really isn't. And he was not like he was the second pick. This is what happens when you have a deeper roster. It's there's no there's. I'd rather have him playing. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather absolutely. he play than sit there. Absolutely. At some point, I'd, I'd. You also want him to be around some of the professionals and be around some of the success. So you probably want to bring him up and down. But at the same time, I need that guy playing. Yeah, he's got one year of college basketball under his belt. Uh, he absolutely, he absolutely does. He, he's gotta be, he's gotta be on the floor. They made a couple of other moves with other guys as well, but it'll be interesting to see whether or not there's just no room for Cam Whitmore to tell you the truth. I mean, how are you going to maybe on the road, maybe they should try Cam Whitmore on the road and do something. You different. think he would change the formula? For something needs something, to happen. Something, anything needs to change. Do I need to ask the question again that you guys were consistently saying one thing now that they're under 500 and are 0 and 8 on the road, can you be a good basketball team if you don't ever win a road game? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you don't think they'll ever win a road game? I 0 mean, and 41. What What does history? What does the recent history say? <laughs> if they lost every road game, but they won the in season tournament, well, they, they won't win it this they year. They can't but do that. If you did win the in season tournament, yeah. If you won three point, if you, your guy won three point shootout, mm-hmm. dunk contest, mm-hmm. uh, all star MVP, Who's yeah. that? you Not won the MVP, you won the defensive player of the year, the coach of the you year, vibes of the year, executive of the year, you vibes. Think, you no, think we you can go? We don't want to win no, vibes of the year. We won vibes. You can go zero and forty one and win MVP, yeah. uh, and coach of the year too. Well, if you go forty one and zero at home. Well, they're not going to do that either. I don't really. Yeah, have but a, so you're talking about a fake thing because they won't lose. No, 41 you brought games. up all the random stuff. I, currently, they're on pace to go zero and forty one. Yeah, but yeah. I, no one likes on you're pace on guys. Pace guy. <laughs> For that, well, it's been how many games now? Twenty percent of the road games are in. And how many Ooh, have they won? That's a high number. That is kind of a high number. How many Ooh. have they won? None. Only twenty well, percent of them. Well, what if they win the other eighty percent? Well, that's great. Okay, that's great. What if they go thirty-three and eight on the road this year? That will be that'd be a great road record, one of the best in NBA history. They're not trending that way, though. <laughs> you think that they could go? Oh, I don't. Okay. I'm not going to go out on a limb and say they will. I'm just saying 
it's possible because it actually is possible. <laughs> it's not possible. No, it is. Daddy. No, it's no. Math- it's, it's mathematically possible for them to go 0 and 41 in De- and it's December 6th. It's a little longer than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. When, okay, are we going to have a party in here when they win their first road game? I think we should. Yeah, at at least want. to acknowledge it. I think we I think we have to. I think we have to party it up if they Let's actually look. win a road game. When are they going to play a road game that we think they're going to win? Do you think people would do you think people would uh participate in a pump up for the Rockets on the road? I don't know. I don't know that they would call They're in for a pump tonight, up. They're home tonight. Against the Thunder. The Thunder. Who's pretty good. Um, They're and, at Denver. Uh, That's an easy one on Friday. Let's forget about that. How about this? They got Oklahoma City the Grizzlies, and Denver. The Grizzlies, December 15th. Can we talk about the scheduling? How terrible? Well, like, d- how about how this? random it's been, though? Well, no, no, no. Well, so, so because of the in-season tournament, these two games were not on the schedule. No, no they had to add them. They had to add them. These are the two games that they added. Like, they couldn't get... Detroit? Well, maybe. Well, you only get to play Detroit twice. You don't get to play in each conference wow. team more than more than three times. Okay, isn't there anybody in the West that they could have played instead of at Denver? Well, they get the Grizzlies twice in the next. I understand. Eight you could have so. had them. Well, you could have. Isn't them four it crazy? Times. How many times you do you want to play them? Monday, Tuesday <laughs> off. The three days off. Like, is this? Do the players like this? Maybe the players like this. Well, I don't, they, well, I they mean, wanted to get. I, don't, I bet you Doka doesn't like having. Well, the coaches off. might not, but for the in season tournament, you have to give those. Oh, I don't know. The well, games by themselves. Like from a he likes teaching. A oh, he's probably he somebody who you like. Like, let me put it this way. Yeah. The Vibes Rockets yeah. would have loved it because they would have gone and partied but, or done whatever. Well, after this, the Doka Rockets know that. Yeah. Oh man, I'd rather be playing because now we got to do defensive. Wow. Now we got to do dive on the floor drills. Well. <laughs> Oklahoma. Take charge drills. drills. We got to do our take charge drills. <laughs> uh, I had so, a coach like that who, like, he watched Hoosiers. Oh, he had black chucks uh, for us to wear. Like, we actually wore black you didn't get chucks to touch the, the basketball. Team. It was the worst. We had to take charge. It was charge taking practice where you get it. And then I got in trouble because I just jumped up and raised my knee. Like, that's just kind of how you. And he just said that I sh- the other guy should have punched me in the face. Yeah, well, there you go. And then you, he, oh, had you to, he also put us, he also made us go to the bathroom and get toilet paper and wash our hands off because we had bleep all over our hands oh, the way we were handling the ball. Okay. Yeah. He was from Oklahoma, so their coach house was like that. Uh, so they played t- they play today, Friday. Mo- they get the weekend off. But then Monday, Wednesday, re- Friday, Sunday, they Monday, Wednesday. They get the weekend off. That's when the money games are. Yeah, you would think. You would think, uh, man, the, the the schedule is brutal here after this. This three days off that they got is probably a pretty good thing. Then they went five days without playing once right after that, right? Yeah. I mean, it was just, already this year we got big ca- big chasms in the right. in the schedule. It's just I don't know. Well, think well, you know what this was. It they don't play on Champions League days. The regular the the regular leagues across the world they set, they don't play because the Champions League is going on. This is what this was. Okay, how long does the how long does the soccer tell John how long the European soccer season? Lasts? Well, it depends on the league, but for it the most starts part, during they, college football and ends during the March NBA Madness, or no. does it go even longer than that? The NBA playoffs, yeah, like May. It starts when college start football August, starts, and, and it ends actually, during. Hold on, maybe maybe you're right. I was thinking about last year because we had we had the World Cup break, but yeah, it's about. It's the longest season. It's 38 games for the Premier League, 38 games over 52 weeks. It's a long, long season. Long, long season. Is that what's going to happen to basketball? No, you just have your 
Champions League or in-season tournament days where the games won't be played, and it's only... Where are all these break days coming from? The Astros or Rockets are going to have to play back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back games at some point? You're not going to play seven games in a row. No, but, uh, well, they got the All-Star break, that, but uh, up until then, February 14th, it is a, it's a, I'm telling you, this is going to be grueling from here on out. There's a lot of games and a lot of road games they have to make up. This is this is going to be, man, they play six straight. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven straight from January 8th to January 17th. So do you think, they'll, do you think they'll approach that like? Um, on the road. Okay, so on what, the road, six straight. So what would Dusty do if the Astros had six straight or eight straight? Uh, well, somebody would get arrested, yeah, right? No, 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 no. Instead of Van Vliet playing, yeah, he, he'd play Ahmed, Thompson. Ahmed yeah. Thompson. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think Udoka will do that? I think the guys will have to get rest. Yeah. I think it actually makes sense to like, okay, Whitmore, come yeah. up. You're going to get some. You're going to yeah, get some minutes I think here, so too. Ahmed Thompson. It would make some. It I would mean, make some sense. We're... It's never really been that way in basketball, but will it change if their schedule? If this, well, okay, let me say this. <laughs> it's been this way for a the while. The players now. will just self rest. Yeah. I mean, there's been a lot of they'll do self resting. It's called self care. Okay, the players will take a self care day, and like I just need this to reset my internal clock in my mind. I want to get where I need to be, where I feel mm-hmm. more like myself. Right. And then you know, and then and then For my Zion would take off right. take off a couple. Well, weeks. if he's feeling like Zion, the Rockets aren't allowed any self rest days. No, I, I get you that feeling with Udoka. It's going to be no, yeah. no. It's an NBA bylaw. If you don't win a road game by December, oh, stop. you don't That's get not a bylaw. Days. Yes, it is. Here, here's a law. If, if you've got a thinning hair. Yeah, this is true. I, the Rockets, and they talked about this on broadcast, Rockets have played 17 games. Every other team has played like 19 to 22 games. Yeah, right. they got a lot of making For up For what? Them. For who? Why are we doing this? I don't know. To get rest at the beginning of the season, Lance. Time to talk about your hair, okay, and whether or not it needs a little help. Yes, it needs some help. Okay, I was seeing, there was a young guy that was on TV the other day, and I was like, man, he's got a five head already. You need Doc Linville. Doc Linville can make that. It doesn't look like that doll was Lester hair Holt. That was not a young guy. Lester Holt's no, been Lester around. No, Lester Holt's got six head. He doesn't have five. He, that was Charday. It was, it was, no, <laughs> I don't think it was Charday either. Um, Sade? Are you talking about Sade? Or that's Chardet. Oh, okay. Chardet. I don't ask me how, but it just okay. is. Okay. What I'm talking about Linville right now, and I'm talking about your hair. I'm talking about how you can look better. I know I look I love what Doc Linville did for me, and you'll love what Doc Linville will do for you. If you've got a, a hairline or you've got a bald spot in the back, Doc Linville is here for you, and he's gonna make it better. He's going to make you look better, and he's gonna do it at a price. He's got fifty cents off right now, and it ain't gonna last forever. So this holiday season, if you're looking for a great way to give yourself a little gift. Or maybe somebody will give you that gift. Go to 975hair.com. Change your life. Change your hair. 975hair.com. ESPN 975.com. Iocane powder. All you wolves, nightmares, how about to come through? Currently, in the Veritex Community Bank Studios, one is a renowned forensic blood splatter expert. The other, an appointed master of haberdashery. It's John and Lance. Despite Lance trying to make everything that happens in the city, whether good or bad about himself, I want to let you guys know it is a season of giving. Think about others. And we're teaming up with Air Team Heating and Cooling to have a holiday drive benefiting the Pelton Children's Center. Now through Friday, drop off donations at Air Team's 
to support our Houston youth and foster care. Our station will be broadcasting live all day on Friday, so stop by to say hello with your donation. Most needed items and donation info at airteamltd.com. It's a holiday drive benefiting the Pelchin Children's Center. Brought to you by Airteam, your H-Town heating and cooling team. There it is. And, oh, by the way, if you haven't heard, next Wednesday, we want you all out at Wildcat Golf Club. We're going to benefit kids' meals. This year's tournament is at Wildcat, December 13th, 10.30 a.m., Wildcat. Each golfer is going to receive beverages from St. Arnold Brewing Company, lunch from Cypress Trail Hideout, home of Papa Charlie's Barbecue, dinner from Valencia's Tex-Mex Garage, 18 holes of golf, and a quick award ceremony immediately after the tournament. Register now at ESPN975.com under the Promotions tab. We want you out there. Um, my man Jason and Garrett are going to be out there. They just, uh, I think Houston has got a team. We want you guys out there. Come on, let's go. We, this is how we get to know you. This is a lot of fun. We, we do some drinking. We do some uh, playing golf. I'll be uh, driving around, seeing everybody, and uh, eating. Coors Lights. And eating. Eating is, is a part of it. Mm-hmm. It's a big part of it. That's right. So it turns out, <clears throat> it turns out Lance is a very, very bad person. Um, Del, can you tell? Can you tell Lance's response when uh, he found out or he saw this morning on ESPN that Trevor Lawrence has a high ankle sprain? It was a lot of, ooh. That was the sad. No, like, that didn't sound sad like, at all. No. 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 You didn't hear me do the last part. Where no. I go, no. It's because you didn't, didn't do the last part. I want both teams and all teams at their best. I want everybody healthy. Uh yeah, Trevor Lawrence with a high ankle sprain. Oh, you well. go back. You're like, oh, that's a must. I gave him T's and P's. You said that's a must. T's and P's. You gave him. I gave him. He gave him no such thing. He was like, oh, that's a month. That's what you said. I gave him T's and P's. No, you didn't. Thoughts and prayers. You didn't do any of that. So better. CJ, is there a better game than CJ Beathard versus Joe Flacco this week? I mean, it's as good as it gets. Signed 2018. Listen, how much do we have to protect the quarterback? Look at the rash of injuries. This is a, well, I went through the list with you yesterday. Yeah. There's a heavy, heavy. But and we can't the, do more for him. You can't do, that's all you can do. You all can't that. start, don't start overcorrect. We're a society of overcorrectors. And, and that goes into sports leagues too. You can't overcorrect now. This is just something that happens Well, where quarterbacks sometimes will get injured. And maybe wide receivers just get injured sometimes. Yeah, get your ass out of the, out of the scrum. Yeah. Stop um, putting yourself in a scrum. Um, I will say maybe maybe quarterbacks need to learn jiu-jitsu like a certain quarterback did. And now he's 12 games through a season with no injuries, despite all the laughter in the offseason. Oh, Lamar Jackson? No, he didn't learn jiu-jitsu, but he's healthy too. Who learned jiu-jitsu? Your, your most hated quarterback, John Tua. Everyone's making fun of him for trying to learn how to fall better. And look who's not injured. I, I wish mean, Tua would just choke John. You're embarrassing. You use his gi and just <laughs> choke John. His gi. You, you think Tua's going to choke me uh, out. Okay. Okay. Here's Tua on John. I hope that you choke on a piece of concrete and literally go to hell. For some reason, they asked him about you at a press <laughs> conference. <laughs> Tua's always asking about his haters. He's always got a... He does. For some reason... He's always got to respond to someone. really... Treat Tua with disrespect. It kind of bothers you see, me. Well, I respect well Mike, him. Micah Parsons, because he has this podcast, he goes, I could, I could be Tyreek's quarterback. Yeah. I could throw. This <laughs> is now Brock Mike. Purdy and Tua can't even and play they, now. And they have to play each other. This is the new. That's, this, that's, that's how, how the disrespectful new, it is. Right, he this plays is the new narrative. Like, he still said it. Brock Purdy and, and Tua can't play at all. It's just, I mean, they just look at all their guys. Like, 
Well, I mean, Jalen has Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown. Nah, but he's certified. He's, he's stamped. Yeah. It's not granted. I, and I'm not I'm not doubting any of those guys except Purdy. <laughs> Look at you. Look at you. <laughs> no, Purdy's doing, Purdy's he's doing, doing his job. He's playing we really do well. this with managers, right? Well, that guy's not a good man. Dusty can't win this award. He had too many good players. Remember Bobby Cox? Yeah. Bobby Cox never with won. the Braves team could never win manager of the year because he had all the good players. Yeah. It's just like... It's, well, it, it's constantly. Bill Jackson was really, really good when he had Kobe, he all and, these titles, Kobe and Michael. But he won all these titles. Well, I know he did. But then he got to the Knicks to run them. How'd that work out? It's the oh. argument we want to make when we want to take. Now, it's a fair argument. You know, do you, like Tua in Alabama when he was really good, had really good wide receivers. He's got good ones too. You still have to, de- you still you still have to, to deliver the ball. Cool. Mark Jackson didn't win with the yeah, Gold State Warriors. Warriors. Like the only quarterback you can throw that on who, who won with, let's say, subpar weapons is is uh Tom Brady. Yeah. Yeah. Tom frequently had subpar. And everyone go, oh, Randy Moss? Oh, Gronk and Randy Moss? He didn't Moss? even win that uh, year with if him. If you know no. his entire career, yeah, right. you, you know that he, he – and Aaron Rodgers uh, – well, Aaron has used – they wouldn't draft a wide receiver in the first round ever. No, you can um, – well, he had Devontae, but – Yeah, well, Devontae was really good. Yeah. But right. he was a second-round pick, but he was really good. But Aaron, during part of his career, he didn't have Devontae. But, you know, some quarterbacks make wide receivers better. Some wide receivers make quarterbacks better. That's – I mean, that's when I make my argument for Tyreek. Tyreek makes quarterbacks better. There's no question. Um, uh, Andre Johnson made quarterbacks better. I think DeAndre Hopkins in his prime made quarterbacks better. There's there's, there's A.J. Brown. Uh, Jalen Hurts never had that kind of success until A.J. Brown came to town. Look at the year that Ryan Tannehill had with A.J. Brown, where he had the 34 touchdowns and, like, nine interceptions. A.J. Brown was his number one target. So wide receivers slash tight ends can have a big impact on – the quarterback too. I mean, it, it works both ways. Yeah, and, but what was Nico before CJ got here? What was right? Right. I mean, right. He was. And some of this mm, goes to the well, offense that Purdy runs. That's an By extreme. the way, honestly, Nico's a lot better yeah, because of that's, CJ. Because it's the extreme of going from Davis Mills to CJ. Well, it's also yeah. he's in a better offense. Look, right, all three too. quarterbacks yeah, we true. just talked about, they came from the same offense. Purdy, McDan- Purdy, Tua, and. And well, C.J. Stroud all play off that Shanahan tree. Same offense, but the rookie already more respected than the other two. Well, because one's, well, a, white guy, one's a white guy and one's a Polynesian. Well, what, <laughs> well, one doesn't have the weapons that the other two have. Well, you, we love That's, Tank. No, honestly. Uh, well, we love Tank, but C.J. Played, played a big role, now, now, obviously. Brock Purdy is Brock Purdy is doesn't have – his name is Purdy. I mean, Brock Purdy gets unnecessarily slandered probably. Tua – you know, it's weird because Tua, there was a whole tank for Tua. Everyone wanted Tua before when he was at Alabama. And then after a couple of, I think it was the his Brian narrative Flores changed. Years. His narrative changed also. He didn't start off well. And, and then there was a surprising early run from uh, Justin Herbert. And Joe Burrow played, uh, well, not his first year he didn't, but second year he was really good. And so I think Tua took some slack Look. there, some flack there. C.J. Stroud came from his last game was really good. He came yeah. from a successful program, and he stepped in and played well quickly. I mean, I think that's the biggest difference, Dell. Yeah, t- and he's not from Hawaii. <laughs> okay, uh, the perception for Tua will get off of him is the Brian Flores years, where Brian Flores was trying to replace him with Deshaun Watson for uh, at least a, almost a season or so, openly. And yep. now, while the Dolphins were like were a winning team, they didn't make the playoffs with Brian Flores, but. They were winning nine and ten games with two as a starter, but 
when you when your own coach is trying to get the other guy. Yeah, he didn't like him. <laughs> yeah, it, it it certainly hurts your perception. I think that put a, pers- think that put cha- a perception on him. Yeah, when you're hiring Chan Gailey off of mothballs to be the OC for Ryan Fitzpatrick because they were buddies, and then you throw your rookie quarterback in. Look, Brian Flores never wanted him, and it hurt. And now he's had to try to build back up, which he's done a good job. But C.J. Stroud didn't have that baggage, and he, and he played well off the jump. So uh, he's probably going to be a guy who doesn't have to fight uh, any of those um, type of narratives. Uh, we got to break it here. 743 ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. 713 the number. You guys want to get in. Anybody's more than welcome, whatever you want to talk about uh, on this holiday show. Let's get uh, a little QC Kinetics in here, though, first. Well, we're talking about regenerative medicine. We're talking about QC Kinetics. Did you know the QC Kinetics? Um, there's four locations in Houston. It's easy to get to. Go to the website, qckinetics.com. What they do is they bring you in for a consultation. They can take you through the whole process. And if you have joint pain, this is for people who have chronic joint pain, um, they, they'll work with you, hip, back, shoulder, knee. They are going to work with taking the body's healing power. What they do is concentrate it, and they put it back into the joint. So imagine, you know, the body's an incredible healer, right? The body can heal itself. What happens when the body's healing power really can't do anything against the damaged tissue and the the worn away tissue well then you're gonna you're gonna concentrate even more of the healing power into what you are going to put back into the joint and what happens is it begins begins to uh, regenerate new tissue it begins to repair damaged tissue and that's when the inflammation reduces the internal inflammation that's when the chronic pain begins to subside that's when you get better mobility back because you don't have that chronic inflammation listen chronic Pain is not something you should have to live with. Many people try to address it with pain medicine or surgery or shots that are temporary relief. This is no drugs, no downtime, no missed time at work. You got a chance to get in and get treated quickly and see is, uh, results very, very quickly. And even the, the most hardcore pain elements can be dealt with through uh, QC Kinetics at a very successful rate. It's QCKinetics.com, four locations in the Houston area, QCKinetics.com. ESPN 97.5 on Twitch. All systems go. Houston is all systems go. Back to the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Lance and John. Scratch that. Reverse it. Welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5713780-3776 is the number to hang out with us here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. You are more than welcome to get in. Um, yeah. The Astros got a catcher, Victor Caratini. That was uh, the big news yesterday. That was a backup, a backup catcher, hey, a backup. Yiner, I promise. Yeah, Did Dana, no, 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 make no. that call, Yiner. I promise. How much? How about he's going to be making about eight times as much as Yiner? Yes, it's just it's club just, control. It is. Club it's time control. to get paid. So, you can go somewhere else. Well, Yiner keeps on hitting. You either take new money now, Yiner, or you leave forever. Does Yiner? Does Yiner hit? Is if Yiner hits as well as he did last year, take it right now at the pace 
Uh, are you kidding me? Oh, yeah. A 538 a slugging percentage? If I can get a catch with over 20 home runs, I'm super happy. Well, he had 23 in a limited role. I know. Is he going to fall off at all playing every day? I think there's a possibility. Well, I think you got to look out for Dana that. Dana Brown was asked before the announcement became official, at least this the, the announcement about bringing in a new catcher, what he was looking for as far as someone to compliment Yiner. Uh, Brian McTaggart asked him the question. Here's what he said. You want a guy with experience at the end of the day. It uh, doesn't have to be a mentor type situation, but just a guy that you can both grow together in that environment. And so that's probably the priority. Um, you know, the mentor sometimes seems, um, you know, older guy, maybe not, you know, as good. So it seems like you may be compromising. Uh, so, you know, I'm just looking for someone to compliment. Well, so, uh, okay. So I would say, I would ask you this question. Why would, why do, why is he going to fall off just because he's a catcher? Why would he fall off when other players don't fall off when they play a regular season? Well, I mean, it was spectacular, and it really came out of nowhere. Uh, no, it didn't. He was hitting well, home runs hitting, like this yeah, in the minors in, in a year a minor, before. In minor leagues, he, he zoomed through the system. He, yeah, he did. He did. He absolutely did. He was hitting home runs early on. No, well, but the more use and more wear and tear, you know. Now, he likes hitting more when he's catching, but let's let's face it, he's he's never had a long season like this, like he's going to have next year. And there's a, there's a chance, especially a catcher, how much you're going to, I mean, as as mentally difficult as it is, as 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 taxing as it is on your body as well. You see what happened with Machete. He came into league as a young hitter. He hit 290, had 36 home runs, 100 no, RBIs, and then the more he played, the <laughs> more really, he played. Never, oh, it never happened. happened. That never happened. I, I think that uh, yeah. I mean, if you want to say catchers is a tough position on a player, okay, that's yeah. fine, but. Other players don't just fall apart because they start playing more. Mm-hmm. Like Jordan, uh, that didn't happen to him. Altuve, of course, I'm taking two of the best hitters in baseball. But uh, I don't see any reason why. Yiner, I think Yiner's that guy. I think he's got to guard against. He's got to play more. He'll have to guard against the slider away. You notice that they started pitching him away, and he had some issues with that. But I think Yiner Diaz has shown he can hit hit the other way, take the ball the other way. I think the more he plays, I think he's just a naturally good hitter. I, it, I think I, Yiner Diaz is going to be fine. I'm hoping – I. It, there is, and I've heard in the organization that there's there's a you know a concern that you you needed a guy like a Caratini, I think that's going to be a little bit better hitter and that can catch and can frame. He's not a great thrower of the baseball though; he doesn't have a big arm. Um, that be, just in case, you know, you you never know with a second year guy. You want him? You, never, you, you want Yiner? You think Yiner three out of every four? At, yeah, yeah, at least okay. yes, yes. I, think, I don't think it's going to be four out of every five, but I I could be wrong. I mean, it should be most in. Oh, I, I they playing eighty percent. I mean, eighty percent of a major league season. You know, he's going to play a hundred and twenty some odd games. That's pretty normal. You, actually, you know, when they have a day off, Caratini will probably get the start. If a Monday get off, game. Sun, he'll get a Sunday. You know, Caratini will get Sunday starts, uh, and so Yiner can take a couple of days off. Uh, I think that's the way that they'll use it. I I could certainly see Yiner. Listen, there's a lot of catchers. The, the Molinas, they caught every day. They, every day. That's all. We're, you're just catching. That's all there is to it. it. The important thing is whether or not Justin and whether or not Fromber and, and Verlander are going to like throwing to him. If he's going to do his homework, if he's going to know, if, he's gonna, if they're going to trust him making the calls, 
That's a this is a big step. Well, we haven't we haven't I don't think we've mentioned this, but Omar Lopez over the weekend was named as the bench coach. So yeah. he goes from third base coach over to bench coach. First base coach. Uh I mean first base coach over to bench coach, yeah. Is Pettis still there? Yeah. Well I believe he is. I think they retained him. I don't know. No, I think Pettis left. Did no, he? I don't know. Let me let me see. Let no me, one knows. It's impossible. No, no, we know. No, no actually, a, it, no, the it, it came out. The I information came out, so we do know. know. I saw the names of. Uh, send the runner. Send the runner. Send the runner. I believe Gary Pettis is There's back. There's another dream I had. Along Gary with Joey Pettis. Votto. <laughs> yeah, what a weird. The yeah. Joey Votto ones may be less weird than the Gary Pettis one. You screaming at Gary Pettis? I was screaming at Gary Pettis in my dream. Send the runner. He is. He remains with the Astros. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I can't remember the guy who came up. He's from the came, he's from the system who is uh, the first base coach now. But anyway, um, uh, there's no – so you have your backup catcher. You have your bench coach. So I'm sure the, our dream of Machete being in the dugout without being able to catch, uh, well, that's over. No, well, but it could, it could happen. Special now. assistant to Crane? Machete. Special assistant to Jeff Bagwell? Machete? They're boys. You never know. Let's get Giovanni in here. We got to talk golf. No, we have not talked golf once in this show. So let's see what Giovanni wants mm. to talk about. Hey, Giovanni. It's heartbreaking. Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for taking my call on the holiday show here. I wanted to know um, I'm seeing a lot of news and reports that John Rahm could be going to live golf for $600 million deal this week, even today. Can y'all talk about if that happens? What, what does that mean for the PGA? Thanks. Uh, it's bad for the PGA. It's bad for the PGA if John Rahm leaves it. Yes, period. Oh, it's horrible. Uh, so Phil Your best had another, player? Did you see Phil had another tay-to-tay with the guy uh, Look at this. All book. this talk about all this talk about blending of the two, and yeah. then what's happened? Well, it's it, except none of it was ever as far as golf goes. It was all just business. Yeah, but it was going to allow you would, you would have more. Well, what do you mean it was just business? You weren't going to – I thought they would be playing more of the PGA events. I thought they were going to blend the two. That's what everyone kind of felt like was going to happen. It, we might get our players back. No. Well, yes. I, there was that, that whether or not live players could come back to the tour. Right. They would be, they would be penalized and have, all, I guess, money. I don't know. I, I, but the whole thing was all about future endeavors, live – and the Saudi Arabians investing in future PGA endeavors like new PGA courses and stuff like and, and things like that. That was mostly what it was about. And yet it was positioned as the, the two leagues are going to join, which never was going to happen. Whether or not, you know, guys can come back after joining live is an, is, is something that's still actually is pretty damn important in the game because if John Rahm leaves now it really really this is this is the biggest well, one he just goes away he just basically retires and takes a bunch in in our eyes he retires yeah cuz you just take a bunch of money and we know we know he gets a bunch of money that's all we know and then he just goes away do you well goes away how about he comes to Houston you know we have an event a live event do we yeah so we're okay with this blood money yes we're taking it we're taking blood money here Golf Club of Houston is going to host. Is South Africa having? Uh, is the South African golf community bringing something to Houston as well with their blood diamond money? No, I don't believe I've heard anything of uh, of a South African blood money event. But is China Sweatshops coming to have a to host a, a sweatshop, a, a kids eyelids for kids tournament here? So guess so. Speaking of sweatshops, 
Guess when no, the guess when the tournament is. I don't want to guess because you said speaking of sweatshops. Yeah, it's going to be a sweatshop. It's June seventh through June 9th here in the city of Houston. And live and live. Live is well. Going that's to like so the Saudis can come down and be like, oh, this is amazing. <laughs> no, it's like this wow, is. This feels like this home. Is so cool. This feels like home. <laughs> No, it's going to be so cool. Actually, here. June is like we're probably only going to be ninety-seven in June. Yeah, it won't be ninety-seven with seventy-one percent do do points. No, no do points. We're not doing do points. So, um, yeah, yeah, it probably won't be. I mean, we're at our worst in late July to late October. Um, yeah, what? Late October? Yeah, that's how and long I, it lasted this year. I don't. I don't know. We're a hundred in October. I don't know much about the history of the show, despite it being, despite me being deluged by it, because no one can forget your past for whatever reason. And I ask that you guys do. But how? Well, you guys have really lost your fastball. If you let a John Rom call dominate a segment, what's wrong with you, Lance? You let John get this off. Well, yeah, but this so is this is important stuff. Is this it, is actually about losing, like. We're in the middle of watching an entire sport be dismantled, honestly. It's golf. Dismantled relative to, like, golf is being dismantled relative to, and if they can get to golf, Dell, What else can they get to? If they can get to hoity-toity golf. Yeah. And they've already gotten to soccer to an extent. When are they going to get to basketball? You think you're you don't think a basketball this? player is going to take the bag and just go to Saudi Arabia Whatever. for $400 million? John, well, what's the equivalent of John Rahm in basketball? The equivalent of John Rahm, the be- basketball, Michael Beasley, LeBron. No, no, the equivalent, honestly, would Michael, be like they're all Michael Beasleys to me in golf. <laughs> Stop. It would be like Giannis. That's yeah, the worst thing I've ever. Heard. Giannis it, would John? never It'd be like Giannis, wouldn't it? Huh? John Rahm would be like Giannis. John, yeah, he really would. It'd be like losing Giannis. Like you, you just know Giannis just got four hundred yeah. million, but you don't get to watch him play anymore. I'd be fine with that. No. Well, <laughs> I would be because I would. he's in the East. If John, if Giannis decided he didn't want to play in the NBA anymore, great. Who's the Jimmy Butler of the players that went over there? The Jimmy Butler, the guy with the skinny, uh, the hair, uh, uh, Smith, uh, the uh, Australian. Yeah, yeah, as long as Jaime Hawkins remains an NBA player, I'm good. Um, uh, who? You don't know who the former UCLA Jaime Hawkins? Yeah, yeah. The kids love as him. long as as long as he stays in the Juan NBA. Wick, as they're as yeah, he's Juan being called Wick. Juan That's Wick. That's why they love him. Um. Seven fifty nine, ESPN ninety. That's our golf segment. See, this show doesn't never been why'd better. Why'd you let him? It re- why'd literally you, has why'd you never participate in this? It's on me, Dell, but at the same time, I think it's an. It's I the, think it's actually an important topic. It, it is an important. You topic. You can't just let people dismantle your sport because of money. We're not what? greedy like that as a country. <laughs> okay, we, 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 we let people dismantle ESPN, our politics because of money. Nine nine ESPN seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six is the number. I got to talk about. My man having his, his – his, you want to talk about a big event. How about December 16th here in the city of Houston? What? That's right. December 16th right here in the city of Houston. UT is going to play against LSU. And then Texas A&M is going to play U of H in basketball at Toyota Center. So I was with him uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact, the guy who, who was running the whole thing. And he was – he's like, man, it is – it's awesome. And you – Better hurry to get your tickets because they got about 10,000 sold. They figure there's going to be about 12, 14, 16,000. And you know, you're know you going to have to go to secondary markets now to buy the lower bowl uh, or club level, whatever the case may be. And you're going to have to, right now, 
you want to get your tickets, get one of the – if you're in the first five rows upstairs, you've got good, really good seats still. So if you're looking for a great way to get into this thing and enjoy a great day of basketball, it's the biggest event that we've had here in a while in basketball, UTLSU and A&M U of H at toyotacenter.com. Get your tickets now, toyotacenter.com. ESPN 97.5.com. Take his pork chop. I don't want his pork chop. I want his life.